Yo, this is the Ancient Texan. I'm here with a game changer. What about life after legal abortions? I'm not here to discuss one side of the issue versus the other. The main thing that divides the two sides has always been when does a fetus turn into a baby? Once you say it's a baby, it's hard to make an argument uh, what conditions it can be killed. This position has always been from Roe v. Wheat versus Wade that when it's viable outside the womb then we declare that the beginning of life not as a fetus but life as a baby. Well the line is fixing to be changed. The line is fixing to be, at least from a national legal viewpoint, from the time that a sperm and egg get together, it's a baby. It doesn't really matter what you think about that, because that's going to be the national law. There's a couple of ways you can go from here, depending on what side of the equation you're on. You can keep fighting that fight on where the line is. Um, and you can take that fight from being a national fight to being a local fight. And you can use that to rally your troops and declare that you're a Democrat by fighting against the new line in the sand. Or you can celebrate um, as a Republican, mainly Democrat and Republican. You can celebrate that you've won the battle. You've won the war. But that's not really what I'm interested in. First, in some places... It's going to be from a practical viewpoint and from the life of a mother. That's going to be the rule. If you live in Texas, it's likely that abortions abortions are going to be illegal. Let's just say that abortions are going to be illegal in Texas. Mississippi. Alabama. Georgia, who knows? probably going to be legal in New York, California. Now, what changes if you're, let's say, pro-life and you live in Texas? Are you just going to keep fighting the fight that you've been fighting for 30, 50 years, whatever it's said? whatever it is are you going to keep rehashing that fight what's your new obligation 
Let's say a woman wants an abortion. She lives in Texas. You're a Democrat. Are you going to fund her airplane trip to California, Arizona, New Mexico, wherever the closest place is? Is that going to be your new um, position? That's one option. You can just... Now, the odds are... There's going to be more women that want abortions than you can come up with plane tickets or train tickets or caravans of buses. There's going to be women that don't get, don't make the choice soon enough and can't find a benefactor and they can't find the money to come up with a plane ticket, etc., for the cost. So, what's your obligation to those women? What are you going to change your stance and keep fighting the same fight, even though this woman now does not get an abortion? Perhaps the battle needs to shift to how do we get this woman better birth control, better access to birth control, the morning and after pill? And if that fails, how do we get this woman a way to see her child as adopted? How does she get the counseling to know that it's okay to give her kid up for adoption. How do we get through the red tape of adopting a baby? Which is not trivial. In a lot of places it is really hard. Is that your new effort? To help the moms first avoid being pregnant and then help the moms be okay with letting their child be adopted? Or are you going to keep fighting the same fight? The game has changed. There's been a game changer. And I would suggest you think about changing your strategy where your efforts go. Same thing if you're... uh, anti-abortion and I'm not sure coding it with the pro-life and the pro-choice vernacular because I think both those kind of avoid the question of when does a baby start and it avoids it because neither side has an answer to that question nobody has a sound argument on where it starts um people that are anti-abortion make the choice they're going to make be err on the side of safety the pro-abortion says we're going to err on the side of the mom 
And both sides realize that whatever rule they come up with, there's actually exceptions. That's actually not as much of disagreement. Uh, most people will grant that if the kid came about from a rape, they'll grant exception to what you know to the rules, to the main rule. So if you're anti-abortion um, and you got woman, women in your area that are fixing to have a child they can't support, what's your obligation? To preach at them and how they shouldn't have done what they did? What is your responsibility to the mom and to the baby your community for someone that's going to have a baby that they either don't want, can't afford, they're not fit um, by whatever standard you want to make that choice. What is going to be your obligation to those babies and moms that are fixing to be you don't have any they, you just they're tough well I don't I don't think many Americans that have any kind of heart at all and that's I guess the only ones I'm talking to don't recognize that we're entering a new period if your mom in Texas and don't want or can't cope with being a mom, etc. You're in a new world and you're going to need help. Which side is going to step up to the table and help? Which side is going to step up to the table and help on getting you the birth control you need? Morning after pill seems to me like a really important thing at this moment. Anyway, I think that's a question we should all start thinking about. I think the battle has actually been lost now in Roe versus Wade. I cannot imagine the Supreme Court is going to uphold that. I think that's history. And we keep hashing that out and not thinking about it to the day it happens. But I think you have to assume... That day is over. Now, where do you put your energies? Fighting the same old battle? Or do you focus on the mom and babies that are fixing to start happening? Anyway, that's the ancient Texan thinking. We need to change our focus and... Start thinking about the moms and babies and less about the eternal battle that, we, that Americans have been in over that issue. Hope you have a good one. And this probably is not going to be a popular talk with either side, but... I'm actually trying to think, I like to think 
I'd like to believe that I'm thinking about the moms and babies. Then we should be thinking about their world, their reality, and kind of give up the fight where it's no longer relevant. Have a good one. Namaste. Yo. Here's the ancient Texan again. I just thought of one other topic. There's also going to be mothers um, that are going to have backstreet abortions and that are going to be... Maybe on the edge of life and death. What's the plan for them? I don't care what side of the issue you're on. It just doesn't really make any difference to me. Not at this point. Because I'm very practical after, after some point. If the battle has been lost abortions, if you're obviously if you're pro-abortion, it's been one if you're anti-abortion, but I don't really care which side you're on. What about the mom that has a backstreet abortion and she's bleeding out? Texas also doesn't, to pick on Texas, my home state, Texas also doesn't have uh, the largest percentage of uninsured in the nation. So all those moms that don't have insurance that are bleeding out, what's the plan? If you're on either side of the fence, what's your plan? This is a new subject. This is a moral issue. What you're made of, what you believe in, determines what happens to that mom. So let's add that to the list of, you know, we're working on plan B here. So as you work on your plan B for moms and babies to be in Texas, what's plan B? moms that are bleeding out after a botched abortion. It is going to happen. What's the plan? Yo, this is the ancient Texan signing off. An earthling that believes we are all part of a world wide web. We are all part of us. There are no thems. Namaste. Mm-hmm.